sometimes you just need to kind of like check in mentally with like, hey, man, you might not make it to the end of college. Just enjoy that you're in college right now or whatever. It's That's just- morbid, though. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of Pickles and Vodka, the unfiltered mental health podcast where we talk about the things no one wants to talk about in real life. Today is a prime example of that. Right off the bat, I'm going to tell you we're talking about suicide, among other things. (laughs) My guest today is a very colorful person, to put it lightly, and Marconi, I know you're listening to this, and I mean that as a compliment. We do talk about suicide a lot. We don't mention like methods or anything like that, but we do talk about it. And I don't want anyone listening to think that I take suicide lightly or that I'm normalizing it uh, or romanticizing it. I don't think that's what we're doing here. But with that said, we do talk about it in kind of a casual way because we're both familiar with the feelings. Um, And so I want to issue a content warning for that. If you are triggered by descriptions of suicide or just talk of suicide, maybe skip this one. Um, We also talk about drugs at great length. Again, nothing graphic, but if you don't like to hear about drugs, then yeah, maybe skip this one. I I feel like I talk about drugs every episode, though, (laughs) because it's not like I'm a drug addict or anything. I guess before I jump into that, I'll talk about my week a little bit. It's been really hard, to be completely honest. I know I've said that for the last few episodes. It's crazy that that means it's for a month I've been feeling like this, which is the same amount of time I was in residential treatment for. And I felt so good about life and uh, makes me kind of sad that I've now been, quote unquote, relapsing for that long, which um, I kind of think of it as a relapse because it's happening more often. It's not just a one-off at this point. But I was talking to my friend Andrew from Treatment, who's going to be on this podcast, by the way. But I was telling him what I was going through, how I'd been purging more, how I'd been counting calories and over-exercising, but also how proud I was of myself for like talking to people about it when it happened, making myself go to support groups, that kind of thing. And he was like, it sounds to me like you are still in recovery. I guess my black and white brain is like, you're either relapsing or you're in recovery. No, I'm relapsing and I'm in recovery. And that's kind of a crazy concept to me. And also to anyone familiar with the recovery model as it is, you think, okay, like I'm recovering, so I'm not allowed to mess up at all. And then you mess up and then, oh, shocker, I'm relapsing. And the word relapse is so charged also. I hate it. Um, it. It sounds very negative to me. And so I guess I do sound like kind of a broken record at this point because I've been talking about my relapse for the last few episodes. But I think for me, talking about it helps. It makes it feel less scary and less like something that I won't be able to bounce back from, but more like something that just happens and I'll get through it. So I'm trying to be more positive, but it's been a hard week. Without going into details, I had a few interrelational setbacks this week. Someone that I was getting super close to kind of revealed themselves to be 
not in the same mental space that I was at concerning our relationship. And so I've just been kind of processing that as well as, you know, all the shit I'm already going through with my bulimia and my relapse and everything. But it's it's been okay. I'm alive. I wake up every day determined to have a fresh start. And honestly, that's kind of where I'm at right now. Like, I was talking to my friend Lauren um, from a few episodes back, and I was walking around last night FaceTiming her, and uh, she, if, if you didn't hear the episode, um, The Most Popular Girl in the Psych Ward, I would highly recommend it because she is in her 40s and she has been dealing with eating disorders almost her whole life and been in treatment multiple times. And so because I respect her experience and she does have more experience than I do, I wanted to ask her like, hey, do you feel like this is chronic? At what point in recovery do you just throw in the towel and realize this is probably going to be something you struggle with the rest of your life? And basically, the conclusion we kind of came to was that, you know, maybe it is a chronic condition. Um, Only 30% or, or even less of people with eating disorders recover. Whatever that means, right? Like, what's the measure of recovery? Is it never having any behaviors ever again? Or is it just being able to, like, manage your behaviors and just trying to be a little bit better every day? And also like respecting your eating disorder because it is such a powerful force in your life. And if I feel like if you don't respect it, it can really swallow you whole sometimes. And so that's kind of where I'm at and where we what we talked about last night was just if this is a chronic condition, what does recovery look like? What does a recovery lifestyle look like? And I think that's what I'm kind of figuring out this week. Um, I do have my first therapy appointment in three days. I'm so excited because it's been over a month since I was in therapy and it's, like I said, it's been hard, but I'll let you guys know how that goes. And what else was I going to talk about? Um, I'm going to Portland this upcoming weekend to see my best friend, Bianca, who moved from Boston. I don't know if I mentioned her before on the podcast, but we met in 2014 in Austin when she took out an ad for one of the rooms in her house and um, we met that way and we've been best friends ever since but yeah for the majority of the last few years we've been disconnected on the opposite sides of the country so she and her boyfriend just moved to Portland for the summer and I'm so excited to finally see her face and hug her and um yeah, also, I'm excited to see Portland because I've never been. So if you guys have any hot wrecks, just DM them to me before I go. But yeah, that's about it for me. I feel like I'm rambling at this point and um, I just had like half an energy drink and I need to get out of my apartment or I'm going to go insane. So with that said, here is my interview with Marconi of Suicide Logs. I hope y'all have a good week and enjoy. Just turn this up and turn my volume. Oh, I think I got it. Hell yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, now you're hella loud. <laughs> nice. How do I sound now? Do I sound better? Is there less? Yeah, you like... sound way better. Okay. We're just a couple of professionals here. Right, right, <laughs> right. Oh, so we're recording now, huh? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I've been <laughs> oh, recording. Right off... I've been recording all along. Oh, so, so right off of that. All right. <laughs> what I've realized is that, like, after two years of doing this, um, I've forgotten to hit record so many fucking times. 
Oh. That, that's like the first thing I do now. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, I'm ready. So, I'm here. What's okay. up? Okay. <laughs> Hello. Welcome. Can you start by introducing yourself to the guests? Sure. What your name is, like where you live, how old you are, what you do, anything you want to share. Got it. Got it. One second. Let me take a little stuff. I'm drinking water here. I just need to, that sounded like a lot to answer. So I needed to really make sure I was hydrated to say all of that. So my name is Marconi. I host a podcast. It's called The Suicide Blogs. And I'm pretty sure once you hear that name, you're already like, well, what's that about? Well, we're, we're going to talk about the podcast later. Like, okay. I, trust me, I have okay. plenty of questions about the podcast. Got I want to know about you, Marconi, your whole life story. My whole life story. Dang, that's a lot. <laughs> I'm 26. I live in California. And I don't know. I mean, the, I guess the only thing that I really put out there that's special about me or that I that I promote is just my podcast. And I always feel kind of weird even talking about that. But um, anything more specific about my life? I mean, what do I like to do and shit like that? I don't know. Well, okay. <laughs> have you have you always lived in California? Yes, but I've I've traveled um, not like a lot or anything, but I've definitely gotten out of California a couple of times. Not to live, but I've always lived in California. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so I guess. I'll ask you to describe the podcast and then we can go back to talk about your life story. So the suicide logs is your podcast. Yes, ma'am. How long have you been doing that for? Um, I, you know, I was just looking at it. I think my first episode was August of last year. Um, okay. But like, the, see, here's where it's kind of weird. I like to say that's when I started podcasting. But the suicide blogs, it wasn't originally a podcast. It was like a YouTube uh, vlogs series that I made. And I, but I didn't really promote it or anything like how I would with my podcast. Mm -hmm. I would just like, I would just put it up there for me. And I guess was it like an audio journal type of thing, like a video journal? Yeah, pretty much. Like, it, I mean, uh, I, I feel so dumb. In... That's literally <laughs> the definition of no, blog. no. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So it wasn't it wasn't titled Suicide Logs. It was titled Suicide Vlogs. And maybe around like episode forty ish, forty seven ish. That's when I made the podcast. So if you if you like look me up on Apple or Spotify or anything, and you scroll all the way down to the first episode. The first episode is going to be episode 47. So I've got like, uh, I like to kind of think of it as like Easter eggs. I've got like 46 other episodes that are like floating around YouTube that, to be honest, are probably really hard to find. Because if you if you YouTube suicide vlogs, you're going to get like 10 pages of everyone talking about that Logan Paul guy who, um, do you know who Logan Paul is? I do not. Okay, so Logan I, Paul. I live in a black hole. Oh, no, that's fine. It's If anything, it's a better thing that you don't know who he is. But late, Logan Paul is basically like, he's like a really big deal with the kids nowadays, I guess. He's he's a very okay. popular YouTuber. He also has like a younger brother who was like on Disney Channel. But anyway, so I found out about this guy because he got he got like a lot of flack and backlash because he went to uh, Japan um uh -huh. I, I don't remember what it's called but the suicide forest so the oh suicide, yeah. yeah so he went there 
And he like filmed a vlog about it. And also one thing that he, he was just being really disrespectful to like. I was going to say, like, isn't that the place where people go to commit suicide or like. Yes, ma'am. To kill themselves. I So I heard apparently like you can't say commit suicide anymore. It's like died by suicide is like the better way to say it. Oh, is it like what offensive you... to say com commit suicide? I, get, I mean, I don't know. I've heard different things. I think it's just a sensitive topic to talk about anyway. Well, yeah, and that's why I wanted to ask you about um, the, your show. So you started it on YouTube as a video blog, <laughs> a vlog, if you will. Yes. <laughs> um, can you tell me a little bit about why you started doing that and why right, you called right. it what you did? So like I said earlier, my first podcast episode, like legit audio only, where I would go off for an hour was sometime last year. But these video, um, these vlogs that I would make on YouTube, they weren't that long. Like if anything, they were 20 minutes long. And I started that maybe in 2000, like the end of 2018, something like that. And I don't know, I just had this feeling and this is like 2018. So almost three years ago, I had this feeling of like, man, life is really good right now. And I just, I just remembered times in my life where I felt hopeless. I felt like, you know, the future wasn't looking good. Um, you know, it, it wasn't worth waiting or anything, you know, just typical, yeah. not to like kind of brush over it, but just typical feelings of just like no hope or whatever. And yeah, I've definitely had those feelings before in my life too. And not, and I'm not saying that they're completely gone from my life, yeah. but, um, so yeah, I started making and then and, and that's when I like on my very first episode is probably like a five, seven minute video who fucking knows like I, I, I don't <laughs> even know how many views it has, it probably like 50 or something. And it's just me explaining like, why I'm doing this. And it's like, I'm not saying I'm suicidal or anything. But at the same yeah. time, you never know. I'm only at the time when I started it, I was 20, 23, 24. And I was just wow. like, I I, I feel like I'm smart enough to know that how I'm feeling right now, it, it may not last forever. I may really become um, depressed or something when I'm four. Who knows where my headset's going to be at 40? I could develop. Right. And, you know, the other day I was thinking about you. I can't even think that far ahead. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I can't even think till next week. I think the last next. time we talked, you you said something about me that I'm like, always worried about the future or something like it's some kind of uh oh future tripping yeah something like that but i also remember you said something about um uh like mental health i do remember like we were talking about uh people who commit or take their die by suicide because yeah. they are uh under the influence or something like that and i just remember mm. you're saying like you know you didn't say it exactly like this but you, you were like when when someone is depressed or something, if they damn near are like under the influence, like they're not in their state of mind, like they're not. Oh, totally. You know? 100%. So I then I don't know, I was just repeating that in my head and kind of thinking about mm. mental health as like, is it is it like contagious? Is it like just something? You know what I mean? Like there yeah. are some people that probably have like, on the outside or whatever, like their lives and how their diet is and everything. It looks like on paper, like this person shouldn't be depressed and yet they're depressed. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of different factors, right? There's like genetics and there's like the environment you grew up in and there's your habits and like all right. this other stuff. Um, I, I don't, it's interesting that you say contagious because like, obviously we're in the middle of a global pandemic. Um, 
like there is a mental health like crisis going on right now too mm-hmm. you know and it probably because... was going on before covid too oh totally um again I, I don't have like the statistics in front of me i'm not a doctor or anything um but yeah it's getting pretty bad so with your podcast suicide logs you said you started it to kind of remind yourself of the good times like to kind of ground yourself when you were feeling suicidal mm-hmm. yeah i mean i've done that before too like um <sighs> sorry hold on i had a brain fart it's all right it's still fucking it's early. early yeah this is i feel like this is the earliest podcast i've ever done and i, I the second that i you booked that i was like why did i put that time <laughs> slot there <laughs> dude i was thinking that too i was like <laughs> I hope I'm not annoying with this, but I'm like, she's the one who put that time, so let's do it. Yeah. She, and then it's my <laughs> fault. <laughs> I mean, I like it though, because it it if if I didn't do this, I'd still be in bed. So it helps oh, me totally. get up. Same. And that kind of roots to mental health and things. It's just like, you know what, man? Sometimes you just gotta you just gotta get up early and do something and set the day oh. right. Oh, I remember what I was gonna say. Go so for when it. You, so I feel like when people journal they always journal when they're feeling upset. You know what I mean? Like mm. when they're feeling um, like they really need to get their shit out onto paper. But when people are having like a good time, at least I can speak for myself when I'm happy, I journal less. So I right. think it's an, it's cool that when you were in a good state of mind, you made yourself those videos to kind of be like, hey, depressed me, this is where the baseline is. Like this is what's possible. You're going to be okay. Yeah. Do you find do you think that's like that's, an accurate? That's definitely what a lot of my episodes are about. Like e- even if I do an episode and I'm in a good mood and something, it's just kind of I don't know really how to feel about it, but I'll always So why do stop. you why is it called the suicide logs? Um if you listen to my podcast, I guess it's just kind of like a lot of rants. Maybe not so much anymore, but that seemed to be the basis of it of just me pondering things and just kind of like complaining about things and i do remember it just like it's like it's like a guy who's like logging in his suicide logs like this is what's making me upset this is why i want to kill myself but he never kills himself it's just constant like all the way until he he dies of not killing himself of just like complaining and stuff like that it's like a a piece of history in a sense but for for me and like i guess it's just kind of like I like I want to put it out there to the public and things like that, just in case anything were to happen. It's like I feel more comfortable putting it out there just in case something were to happen to me or whatever, um, that people have access to it and things like that. And it's like it's what I want. And if if I have like a personal journal or something and I were to die, this is just me. Like if I were to yeah. die or something and I had all these like private memos and in, in a flash drive or just on my phone. I don't know, like a part of me would want that release. Like I would hate to die and have something that I think is funny or an idea or whatever. And it didn't get out there. So, yeah, I mean, that's why podcasts are so great. It's like a piece of history. You know, you're able mm-hmm. to listen to yourself back at this point in time and like be like, oh, wow, I was doing that at that time. I was feeling this at that time. Um, it's really something. I was just thinking about that the other day, actually. The uh, Last week. I've been thinking about that too. Like, I don't know. I I used to really value this whole podcast thing and stuff like, oh, this is a piece of history and stuff like that. But I don't know what it is. I think I was like watching some kind of 
like documentary on like the pyramids and stuff mm-hmm. and uh this might sound a little crazy i think you, i was talking about aliens before <laughs> oh my god let's stay off yeah yeah i'm like- gonna stay off it real quick but like it'll make sense it'll make sense so like it's just a theory like you know how maybe in recorded history right now we are like the most advanced with technology right like pretty yeah. obvious with the internet and things like that what if just maybe maybe like thousands of years ago a million bc or whatever or like like when the fucking pyramid like not everyone's 100 percent sure on how they made the pyramids right so yeah. it's like what if technology was even like better than it was it's just that something catastrophic happened like I don't know when the meteors destroyed the dinosaurs and shit and we had to start over. So what if there was a bunch of stuff like kind of like the internet, but like pre-internet and it got lost, you know? Well, have you seen Planet of the Apes? I have. I've seen. It's kind of like that, you know? Yeah. (laughs) They dig up all these relics of the ancient world and it turns out it was their world before. From what I, I remember, like they were in New York and the Statue of Liberty was like on the ground and just covered in sand right that's what i'm talking about so like me as a person and and my journey i don't know if it sounds like selfish or anything and we could get into that but it's like i i want to do something that like really leaves my mark you know like that like with everything that i was just talking about with i want that out there and stuff if Mm -hmm. i were to die and something crazy were to happen like the internet just runs out of space or something and people can't access YouTube with the snap of their finger anymore. And I'd be like, my, my memories are all lost. And everything that I've done and filmed and stuff is just like poof because something happened and knocked over satellites and, and shit like that. And we got to restart the internet. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like <laughs> if we lose the internet, the podcast will be like the least of our worries. You know what I mean? I guess so. But <laughs> no, but that's the thing, dude. If if that were to happen and I were to live through it, how would I want to record that going on? And <laughs> it's just. Can you imagine like at the end of the world, someone sitting in a pile of rubble and they're like. <laughs> podcast. Yeah. They're, or they're like in an undergrad. They're like, have, have, you know? they're have an ad sponsor. <laughs> yeah it's like we're sponsored by um nothing they're the, all everyone ran out everyone of this dead Dude, that's actually <laughs> now that i think about it that is like how i would somewhat want my life to end in a way like i would want to generate enough money for like and again i feel like this sounds selfish saying it out loud but oh boy generate a lot of money to where i could build some kind of like underground bunker and live like batman or something and still oh my do my podcast and it just starts out <laughs> silly and everyone's like this fucking rich kid or whatever is just complaining underground and then one day the world is just gonna like go to shit and i'm gonna have zero viewers have you seen i am legend i've seen i am legend yeah you know how in i am legend like in the beginning of it he's just like living as if there's nothing wrong he's got all these mannequins set up and shit <laughs> dude yeah. I, I would do that with my podcast i'd make fake instagram accounts and message me like, today we have a question from <laughs> today we have a question from ross how you doing ross oh yeah you're doing great me too like it's, it's, it's a beautiful day in the post-apocalyptic america like it's fucking dora the explorer what was your favorite part of the podcast Mine too. Oh my God. Okay, I feel like we are ge- <laughs> we I'm are sorry. sliding off track yeah. here. It's okay. <laughs> I am like, whew. so okay. 
taking it back a step to like mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, so when <laughs> you decided to call your show the Suicide Logs, were you expecting to die by suicide yourself? Like, and that's a hard question to answer. Okay, here's one thing about like my show that I do a bad job at, but every single episode, like one of my rules is, and I don't even think I asked you if you were on my show, which is how bad I am at like controlling my show. Um, I guess the main thing is just every episode is to check in with myself. And I did it a lot at the beginning. Like I would start the episode with just like, hey, didn't think about killing myself today. Or hey, maybe I did think about killing myself today at the smallest like level. When I say that, I mean it like, I guess maybe back then I had more of a problem if something just like, or maybe I joke about joke around by it and be like, oh, I could just kill myself and I don't have to wash my car. Just shit like that. And then I realized maybe that's not good. So lately, yeah, I feel like people shouldn't joke about suicide. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, yeah, I would do that a lot every single episode, like just check in with myself as like if I thought of it or not. And sometimes I'll go whole episodes without even saying like, I thought of killing myself or didn't think about killing myself today. And I feel like you should just take that as like, oh, he's doing well. And if you're listening and you're, you're into the show, I did my job in a sense to like distract you for an hour. Cause like, mm-hmm. you know, some, you can only talk so much about mental health. It's just like, sometimes yeah. it's like, maybe you're just like overthinking it or so. I think that's just like how I am. So you're using the suicide logs to like maybe keep people distracted, keep them with one foot in the world, so to speak. Yeah. If they're feeling like, suicidal. I think I saw it in a movie like recently, a couple of days ago, someone said something about like comedy is like the biggest I don't know, medicine for suffering or something like that. And oh, yeah. I mean, most comedians are fucking depressed people. Yeah. You know? I, yeah that, I, I'm young. I, I think I said I'm 26. I just feel like I'm also still kind of exploring myself. And, you know, these these podcasts are a lot of like self-talk therapy sessions and things like that. And, you know, like I said, I sometimes I think about changing the name because I feel guilty, mm-hmm. like, Man, I'm not I'm not even really talking about suicide that much, but I had a buddy. I gotta I gotta say I was kind of confused <laughs> when I found your show because I was like, wait, why is this called the Suicide Logs? Yeah. And so like, I mean, I'm I'm I hope I'm hoping it makes a lot more sense now that I've explained the origins of it and everything. Yeah. And I guess like I just gotta pay who said it to me? I don't know who said it to me, but they were like you should keep it that name because it's paying like homage to your old self. And it's like, you never know, like one day you could just be talking to somebody, having a good old time. And that name is just always going to be there. And like, I think of the show and everything, like if I were to have killed myself, I would have never like started any of this or anything like that. And it's just crazy to think like, you know, there were times in my life where I just really felt like, I don't know. I, I mean, I said it before, I just, I just felt like I didn't want to continue i felt like nothing was worth it but here i am i'm I'm having a good time and all of this and sometimes it's just about like i don't know that cliche it gets better or whatever but i can't promise that to everyone but it's just like you know it's my experience and it's like i'm sharing my experience and i don't know (laughs) it's different it's not for everybody i guess like my job i mean life might not get better but at least there's the chance you know like 
seeing what happens next is kind of one of my big motivators for staying staying alive sometimes just mm -hmm. to see what happens next <laughs> yeah because the world's an interesting place yeah it, it is um oh i had a question though before i forget mm -hmm. so you said you were uh starting the suicide logs as a form of self-therapy mm -hmm. have you ever had therapy with a therapist or um has anyone in your family um i don't like how was mental health talked about in your family growing up not really at all like uh okay. i i i have a really small family um like i've got family i've got cousins and uncles and all of that stuff but they they're all on the other side of the planet never really grew up with them i have a sister but she never she's a half sister never really grew up with me so um gotcha. that's another thing just like uh, I mean, I, here I am talking about my life and things. I just, I am also looking for people who can relate. Cause it's just like, just cause you're depressed or whatever, doesn't mean you can relate to another depressed person. Like it comes in all forms. And yeah. I don't know, growing up as like an only child, it's kind of crazy. As I got older, I, I always thought it was normal, but now that I'm, I'm like an adult and everything, I don't really know any other only child. Like I could barely name three off the top of my head. Like everyone has a brother, everyone has a sister. Uh, being family oriented is just like such a big deal and things like that. Uh, and I never really realized that. Um, and I'm not saying that I'm not close with my parents. I definitely am, but it's just a little different, especially to like, you would think, oh, cause I'm an only child. I'm like spoiled. I get everything because maybe they save more money, but my parents had like average jobs so a mm -hmm. big part like the moment i was old enough to stay home alone like 12 i stayed home alone like all the way up until high school my parents wouldn't get back to like nighttime from work so it's it's weird like i don't know it's just like i remember being six or seven years old and my dad worked like night shifts or something so he would literally just come home sleep and then go to work and I, I like one of my earliest memories is just crying because I'm so bored. Um, I have no one to play with and I feel guilty. I don't want to ask my dad to play because he's sleeping. And it's just yeah. like, I don't know if that like I, I thought it was OK at first. But now that I think it's like how many people like just d didn't even have like playmates and stuff like that. And so before I was able to like be home alone, I would get babysat by uh, who is my best friend to this day um, by his his family. So I'm not that close with his family, but I, he's like the closest thing to a brother to me. I've known him since I was two. I think he's been babysitting me since I was two. And, um, yeah. and, I'm, and I'm only two days older than him. And it's, I was just talking to him the other day. Um, Do you guys talk about like mental health stuff? I've had him on my show once and that was probably like the most we ever talk about it. I feel like I am a product of like the stereotypical how you raise a boy kind of thing. Like every time I would cry, my dad would just yell at me like, and, and you know, I love my dad and everything. Don't want to talk yeah. down on him, but like he would always just be like, you only cry when somebody dies. You only cry. Like if like, he wouldn't take me to the hospital if I was ever in pain because he would just be like, or, or like, uh, no, this one's actually rational. Like if I would like sprain my wrist or something like that, my dad would just be like, nah, nah, nothing's broken. If it, if it was broken, you'd be crying. But yeah, I like, and I, it's still kind of a Wait, so <laughs> when you're crying, he's like, don't cry. And then when you 
don't cry. He's like, it's yeah. not bad enough. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't what? know. I don't know, dude. Um, <laughs> just how did that make you feel? That sounds kind of like well shitty. It made me feel like I guess just like ashamed of myself, and I, you know, I kind of. This is why the that my podcast is so important to me because I feel like I figure these things out by just saying it out loud. I was like, I was really quiet as a kid and things like mm -hmm. that. I never really learned how to communicate my emotions or just communicate in general. And one thing that was kind of like, I don't know, maybe a big deal growing up that I don't really realize until now is like my my parents didn't even really speak uh english like i mean they spoke mm -hmm. english well but where are they from the philippines okay. so they spoke oh my sister-in-law is filipino oh great great yeah so we actually did an episode together last year so are you married or is is like is a brother married yeah a brother my brother's married yeah my I, brother's married to i her. think i think i remember you have like six siblings seven siblings or you wow amazing memory yeah yes, like an elephant six siblings uh <laughs> also i realized that like <laughs> I you um I asked if you've ever seen a therapist and then I like interrupted my oh, own question yeah. and you still have I've never yeah, I'm sorry I've never seen a therapist and like okay. I'm going through this like oh I I want to do it I think you 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 were encouraging me by the way I do want to give you some good news though from the last oh, yeah? time we talked I think I was saying something like I was afraid to give like blood or whatever I uh -huh. got I got my blood tested like a couple of days after that episode and. I got my results in and I'm the fucking healthiest person on the planet. There's like, th there's nothing wrong. Must with be me, nice. <laughs> it's so, it, but when I hear, when Did I see you just you come know, on this podcast to like wave around your bill of clean health, you're like, I'm but, but see, but that's the thing, you know, you could be healthy on paper, on blood and everything, but mm. that doesn't mean like they did a mental scan on me, you know? Do you feel like you do have mental issues that you hide from people? <sighs> I, you know, I don't know. I feel like I am just always in constant search to better myself. And maybe it's like, maybe that's a problem. Maybe the problem is that I'm like an overachiever with my mental health. Um, well, okay. I feel like everyone should always be trying to be a better person. You know, yeah. it's when you put too high expectations on yourself when it becomes I'm problematic. Just, I'm just always trying to improve. And I feel like with every podcast that I do, I feel like it's like you're watching me grow like I, i'm just learning things and i'm learning things about myself and i guess i just never really sat down with myself and really talked about like who am i you know and sometimes i could just yeah. be like the root of whatever's mentally draining you or whatever and it's just like that question is not easy to answer it's like sometimes people they're feeling so down i was just talking to a guy yesterday been talking to him to for for years and he's just you know, I don't want to talk bad about him, but it's just very frustrating for me and all of the people that are like in his life. And he's like constantly talking about wanting to kill himself and how there's no hope. And it's just like, mm -hmm. I get it. I don't want to sound like that broken record. That's like, well, well, why don't you, why don't you work out? Why don't you keep yourself busy? It's like, you don't think those people yeah. have tried. It's really hard to know what to say to someone yeah. who is going through that because you don't want to be a broken record you don't want to be like see a therapist go mm -hmm. take a breath of fresh air it's, you know like go hug a baby yeah and it's like uh it, i don't one, know why i said that That's go hug a baby. Baby. i don't i don't even like one babies. one yeah one thing about me too is like i just 
I felt like I had a fucking phobia of babies. Like I probably only held like two, <laughs> three babies in my life. I just feel so much anxiety of like, oh, I don't want to drop it. Oh, what if it's yeah. breathing? Then I'm responsible. So mental health therapy, like your podcast as a form of therapy for yourself. Just, oh, yeah. by the way, what do um have you ever had like any body like freak out about the name of your show or like people who are like questioning you about it? Mm, not as much as I am right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was <laughs> I feel I swear to God, like I can't ask questions this morning. Oh no, it's fine. It's fine. But you know what I, I mean? I know like, what you have mean. you ever it, have you ever experienced like backlash for the name of your show? Here's before? my response. Like I think about that, but what I it's like, dude, there's a movie called Suicide Squad. And it's like I yeah. feel like well, <laughs> I feel like the name that I'm in is just like it's a it's such a hot topic name of like literally the hot topic mall or Spencer's gift wrap kind of name. It's just like I've had some other people. And it's just super funny. And I'd like make fun of them in a sense because they're from like the Netherlands and they've got this accent. And, and I don't know why my podcast like is recommended to these people, but they're just all like, oh, yes, I thought it was very cringe lord edgy because of the name or something. They're trying to what? like edgy, cool. I thought you it was like edgy or trying to be cringy, but then I listened to it and it's actually pretty funny. And it's just like sometimes the name draws like, people you know what's really weird though like sometimes i'll get people who reach out to me and they'll be like hey your podcast helped me out um I, I like what you had to say and things like that and that's it that's all they would say and i'd like try to message them back and and they don't message me back they i don't even get a red and it's oh, it's weird and i just sometimes kind of trip myself out like oh my god like and if i do do this for like the goal is kind of do it for the rest of my life Cause I, it would be like the last episode is like, I don't know, either I killed myself or I died. And it's just, um, I don't know, doing it so much really just puts like the idea of suicide for me, like completely off the table. Like I just, I, I can't do it, you know? And as corny as it sounds, it's like, I do it for the podcast. I do it for myself. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. I don't want to let people down. I don't want to. It's always a constant reminder of just like my family and things like that. But anyway, I feel like I'm veering off, veering off. So yeah, these people, they just won't say anything. And I'll kind of be like, oh man, like what if somebody just reaches out to me? And that's like the last thing they fucking say and they kill themselves. I, that's a lot to kind of like carry on my, yeah. heart, you know, well, you can't think like that. I mean, I, trust me, I have gone down that rabbit hole many times and yeah. it's just sometimes you never get answers and that's the hardest answer of all, you know? Right. Right. Because, like, I've had guests on the podcast before who talked about suicide, and then, um, you know, months or years down the road, I no longer speak to them. I don't know how they're doing, and it's hard. Yeah. I could get myself into a really bad, anxious spiral if I, like, thought about it for too much, but um, yeah. you just can't. Yeah, you just can't think about it too much. You got to put yourself first. You can't. Yeah. You can't, oh, 100%. You no, know, that's like. The how do you put yourself first? It comes from being an only child. I'm used to it. No, I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> I have learned Again, that. must be nice. <laughs> I I could tell how it, because uh, if I got to be really honest about it, I'm super blunt with my friends and stuff. Like they have siblings and some of my friends fucking hate their siblings. And they're just like so jealous of me. And a part of me is just like, I think that's just your fault that you can't get along with your, with your siblings, you know, because I've got friends that have like, 
I don't know. Sometimes I think it's like a communication thing, but there's other factors in it too. But you can't control who your siblings are. Just right. Like you can't right. Control being born. Yeah. Ooh, that's an interesting topic. <laughs> <laughs> being born without per like <laughs> fuck entering the world without getting asked first. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, so the reason I asked that, hear me out, is because of su like we were talking about suicide and like mm -hmm. I feel like that is a reason some people do end up killing themselves because they didn't ask to be here and life is just too hard for them like what do you think about that uh i i agree like i let them see one thing too that i don't want my show to really be about which i thought it was but i started thinking about it a little bit harder it's it's not like i want to end suicide you know and and i mean that in a good way of like you mean like no one's killing themselves anymore yeah like let's just be real it's yeah. not possible someone like there's yeah. probably been like 10 people who've killed themselves like throughout this whole show you know i'm not superman i'm not gonna stop it at the same time some people don't want it to suck you know some people like one thing that i've kind of like with with my journey with this whole thing one thing that i was like quick to kind of realize and learn is like suicide is like a part of people's culture and religions and stuff like that you know like it's more normalized cases, yeah. like it's more normalized in places like Japan. I don't know. So some people don't see suicide as like such a horrible and bad thing. Like maybe we do kind of in America in a sense. So sometimes a part of me is just to kind of be like, not advocating for suicide also, but it's just also like just understanding other people's takes on it. Well, and ultimately everyone has control of their own lives and their own decisions but it's going back to what we were saying when i was on your show it's like when you're suicidal you're not in your right state of mind usually right. i mean and i guess that's different when it, it has to do with like religion or whatever have but you, still i wouldn't argue that it's good have you seen the movie midsummer Summer? yeah or, do you remember midsummer like, yeah i'm sorry i saw it once and then that shit I, I also saw it once and i barely remember because i kind of like purged it from my brain uh, was it, it, it was that because it was so bad like no it was a good i remember no, i mean it was bad isn't like scary or something what do you mean by purged it from your brain oh i guess uh, there was a lot of weird like sex stuff that i remember being like what the fuck is this mm. and not liking not wanting to watch it and um, see i've got memory like an elephant how do you forget things how do, like drugs yeah i've heard you say <laughs> years of drug abuse uh, my my memory is shit. Let's talk about drugs. Let's talk about drugs. All right. Well, I, okay. Talk about drugs. Um, how how have drugs affected you in your life? And like, do they have anything to do with the way you approach suicide mm, or mental health? I man, I could talk about it a lot, but I don't know if you've noticed. I I didn't really want to. I try to be really like, uh, not secretive, but I I like I do like an experiment with weed. So like when we did, when you were on my show, I was high as fuck. And like mm -hmm. today I'm sober and I mm -hmm. just like, I could feel, the, I could feel the difference. Are like sober right now? Or are you smoking right now? Do you normally, you normally smoke on your show or do you? Always no. Well, so in the past, when I started this show, I was an alcoholic and I would record drunk a lot of times. And I can mm. totally tell when I listen back to those, I'm yeah. like, wow. You know, that was really seriously inhibiting your ability to produce a show. When you're drunk, do you 
like I'm, I'm not that much of a drinker so like i don't know mm-hmm. if this is a dumb question but like would you get like fucking wasted on the podcast and just kind of like no i mean or like <laughs> it was mostly just like to feel normal like i, I couldn't feel normal unless i drank because mm. um and i guess it started out with depression and stuff but we're i mean you know that's the story that's my story um, we're not talking about oh, me right now. I'm but... sorry. Well, one thing <laughs> no. about me that I would like to get your input on is like, yeah, I've never, I've never gotten blacked out drunk before, and I just that shit is terrifying. It is terrifying, and I think that's why it's never happened. I don't know. I think I'm not a drinker because I'm a horrible drinker. Like I don't know how to like pace myself and shit like that. So I'm like, I don't want to learn how to pace myself because I might like it and just start fucking drinking all the time. <laughs> yeah you're better off without it and i don't know if like talking about drinking is like appropriate or setting you off because i do know i remember like an elephant that you're an alcoholic but uh, i'm sorry Uh, that's that's about you but it's just like you know some people don't like talking talking about about, i don't mind talking about myself but like i want to learn about you and like what your story is and um um, i forget what i asked you oh yeah drugs drugs. like mental Um, health and you were talking to me about smoking weed and how you do it on the podcast you know I, I I like smoking weed. It I feel like it has actually caused a lot of success in my life. I feel like when I'm sober and I've and I feel like I've done enough like studying on myself to really be confident in this answer of uh, I think I'm just naturally a really like cranky person. Like you know how like when you get off weed and you haven't smoked in like a week or two, you'll probably be like on the fucking like edge or something or you got a short fuse. I feel like I'm like that all the time <laughs> um well maybe you have an anxiety disorder hmm, <laughs> do you ever think about that i mean I, not that you should diagnose yeah. yourself obviously i just you know. i i always feel like everyone gets anxiety to some certain extent and it's about how they deal with it and well everyone has everyone experiences anxiety but i guess not everyone has an anxiety disorder yeah and if you're doing drugs like all day long to feel normal, then like to feel like yeah. you're not on I edge all the time. I, I guess it's just one of those things. Like I saw a cool quote. I don't know who it was, but like they were trying to compare like weed to like wine. You know, nobody really yells at somebody for having a glass of wine and things like that. But yeah. weed still kind of has that stigma of just like drugs, you know, but I and I'm not getting fucking blasted all the time. It's just like time management like when the time is right i like to i like to feel like i deserved weed you know what i mean it's like Mm -hmm. if i did a lot of productive shit um and kept it good and like the day's over or whatever and i had some time to kick back i i enjoy smoking a little bit but that's really it like i've experimented with like other shit i have i've never done mushrooms and me and my girl have been like really uh Mm -hmm. what's the what's the strongest thing that you've done what i don't know what what do you mean like yeah, uh, like <laughs> by strong okay like, so like i feel also also mm-hmm. i feel like people categorize drugs as on like, like levels and shit hard soft hard drugs or like gateway drugs you know but like mm-hmm. well anything can be harmful to anybody right. right you know what i mean um that's why i don't like talking about it in terms like like that i guess I, yeah i guess like something that i imagine was like maybe you've done 
something maybe you've done like coke or whatever but that doesn't compare to a certain time where you just got like super drunk but on paper cocaine looks worse than drinking you know what i mean oh yeah and that, that's what i'm saying that's what's wrong with yeah our society is that you can have a glass of wine and like be like socially acceptable but if you smoke a joint it's like oh my god you're a i drug think we're getting i think we're getting past it though i think we i hope so but because I think it does, weed does have amazing effects um, for people who suffer from depression and anxiety. And obviously, weed can be problematic too. Mm -hmm. um, but I have seen it benefit a lot of people in my life. And it's benefited me too. Like, do you, can you relate? To yeah, that? I think it benefits me. The only thing it doesn't benefit is probably my bank account. But yeah. like, I think it's, I think it's worth it. I think it's like a legitimate like investment. Um, and saying that out loud just sounds kind of silly to me. It just sounds kind of like, oh, it's my medicine or whatever. But really, like, I don't really get bummed. It can be. Like, I, I just bought, like, an ounce yesterday for 100 And I just, like, look at that. I don't really bat an eye at that 100 I just kind of was like, yeah. what else can I get for? I know I could buy food and groceries. Obviously, that shit's important. But when you cover everything, when you cover your bases and shit like that, and you can afford, like, if you can afford weed, it's you know it's it's it, it yeah. at least for me i'm not saying it's for everybody for me i feel like it's worth it and it's just uh i get i get a better perception of life and when i first started smoking i guess that's what i wanted to say like i started smoking when i was maybe like 18 not like crazy it always started mm -hmm. just like oh i was at a party let's try it i remember my first time smoking was my first time drinking also um mm -hmm. And I just took the I took the smoking route, but then I stopped. And there was like maybe like two years where I drank, but only drank at like parties and stuff, so barely anything. And I never I put like weed down for some reason. I just had this like stigma in my head of like ah, this isn't good for you. And then just like out of nowhere, right before I started the suicide vlogs, I started smoking. And then I don't know when I started smoking, my girl can vouch for it too. Like I just. I don't do it so much anymore, but for a good couple of years, it seemed like every time I smoked, I would talk about death. And she was like, you're talking about death again. You're getting fucking dark. And I'm just like, I don't know. It's just what's going on in my head. And, but I don't know. I, I've, um, when I compare the two years of me smoking to the two years of me not smoking, I feel like I was way more productive in the two years of me smoking. Like I did a lot mm -hmm. of things that I wanted to do. I felt motivated. Um, it sounds to me like like listening to you talk about your vlog and, you know, making these recordings for yourself, you know, using weed to help with your anxiety or whatever. It sounds like you've always been good at like using what resources you have to help yourself. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, it is really fucking hard to get help for mental health stuff, you know, mm -hmm. And I, I hate it when people are just like, go see a therapist. Cause like, yeah. no, not everyone can see a therapist. therapist. Like what money? else is in your toolbox right. that can help you? And it's very subjective. So like, how would you say your podcast suicide logs has like changed your perception of things? Oh man. Yeah. I'm definitely out of my bubble way more. And I, I thought I was an open-minded person before I started the show. Uh, but I think, I think I'm still working on that and I think I'm still being way more open-minded and 
I guess it's like I try to learn something every day on the on the podcast and things like that. So, yeah, I mean, it's like being a little bit better every day, like you were saying at the beginning of this. Yeah. And it feels good to just like help people. And I hate saying that, like it just sounds so like, oh, look at me, I'm helping people and things like that. But you really do get like some kind of satisfaction when somebody hits you up and it just I mean, I'm sure you can relate with your show and everything. It just feels so like what you listen to me you know it's just someone besides my mom listens to this yeah it's just (laughs) that's it keeps me going but i try not to have it be that like i try to like i wanted to keep it as authentic as possible and not have any like outside influencers or anything like that like the only time where i'll feel like i'm not being authentic is if i get ads and i'm just Mm -hmm. like reading something off but i i really want it to be as like not as structured of a show um it's just an hour of me off the rip like how i'm feeling and what you get is what you get sometimes the episode is gonna suck sometimes i'm on a roll i do want to say because we were talking about drugs there's a couple of episodes like in the beginning where i'm just on like hard edibles we made and i i don't remember much of the episodes but i just remember laughing so much is there anything you found out about yourself that's like surprising because of the podcast I feel like there's a lot that I've realized about myself that I just don't. It's crazy. It's not, it hasn't been that long, but I still feel like a different person, but it's like the same, but just, I like to think of it as improved. I feel like I don't complain as much. I feel like I am more, um, what's the word I am looking for? I feel like before I started the podcast, I was very narcissistic in a sense, and feeling like the world owed me something. And I guess one thing that I've I've realized with the show is still like, maybe I am a narcissist or something. I don't know. I try, but I don't think that as much as I did before. Mm -hmm. Uh, It, when I, when I first started, I was just like, you know, really excited about the show and my mind was just always racing and things like that. But now that some time has passed, I feel like I, I was like, oh, shit, I could be myself. Like, I can handle this. This is not really getting to me, you know? Yeah. It's just about getting through life. And if your podcast, like, I think it's great that you do the podcast, not just for other people, but for yourself, too. Mm-hmm. Just as a way of um, kind of like we were saying earlier, like to document your life for the future, but also just to process things. I just, I feel like it's a simple thing that I do. I just want to remind people to like, put themselves first, remind people to do what they want. But at the same time, we we cover other things about that. It's not just like we get up on here and I feel like there's a bunch of podcasts like you deserve it. You do this. But we kind of, <laughs> I, I kind of question it a little bit more. Um, You're not a self-help podcast. <laughs> yeah. I'm not just like, all right, is everyone feeling okay? Kind of thing. It's like, if I'm feeling good, I want to make people feel good too. If, if I'm not feeling good, I want to communicate why I'm not feeling good and see if, you know, if people can relate or something. And every time I do an episode where I'm like really upset, I always kind of look back on it like, oh yeah, you're being silly. Hopefully at least people found it funny. Or at least they realize like realizing they're not the only ones who have those kind of thoughts, you know? Right. Sometimes it's important to be upset and to let out emotions. And what better way than a podcast? <laughs> right. I yeah, maybe I don't talk too much about my problems and stuff in my personal life and things like that, but maybe I don't know, it's just weird, you know, like you ever think about like what if we just got like all the fucking sad people and stuff, we just put them in a room or something. You probably have like 
the whole world in one room. I don't know. Everyone's got some kind of sadness. And it's so real quick. I, one thing that I've always thought when I was young is I want to be old. I want to live to a hundred. And I realized, you know, what's the point of living a hundred years if it's going to be a hundred years of like suffering, you know? So now the goal is I want to live, I want to live a long, happy life. You know, it's like, if I died at 30, but I knew for a fact that I'd be happier than living to like a hundred being miserable. Shit. I'll be fine with that. But the goal is, you know, the future is unknown and all that. So I, mm-hmm. I just, with what you were saying with resources and things like that, with what yeah. was given to me in my life, I want to make the best out of it. And that's yeah. like, step- and we don't know when we're going to die. You know, no one knows how long they have. Mm-hmm. So I love that idea of just living every day. <laughs> like, fuck, like it's that sounds so fucking cheesy. Yeah. <laughs> It's but you know what I that. Mean? Yeah, it's like sometimes you just need to kind of like check in mentally with like, hey, man, you might not make it to the end of college. Just enjoy that you're in college right now or whatever. It's That's just... morbid, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. I don't know. Where can people find your podcast? Give me all the plugs for people. All right. So it's just suicide logs. I I wanted to put a the in it because I say the suicide log sometimes. I heard you say it, but it's just suicide logs. S-U-I-C-I-D-E-L-O-G-S. Like L-O, like logs, like I'm shitting logs. And um, <laughs> you can find it on Spotify, Apple. I'm pretty sure that's where most people find podcasts. I'm also on Instagram. I'm pretty active on there. Um, that's like where, like, I, I do have an email, but I would prefer people just send me like a, a DM on suicide logs, um, no space or anything. Just one word for my Instagram. Um, oh, by the way, I'm having your boy from decent takes on my show tomorrow. Hell yeah. We're going to talk about real estate. So I just, Javon's amazing. I've got questions. I'm trying to get rich. He has a lot (laughs) of crazy stories. Oh yeah. I I was (laughs) ask him, ask him about Burger King. Yeah, I, I do remember. <laughs> I, you know what's crazy? I'm a fan of Burger King. <laughs> I like I like Burger King. You guys can like have a debate then. Oh man, if he's a McDonald's guy, it's gonna be fun. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you for letting me on your show. It, it's this yeah, is thank uh, you. I think this is also my first time being on someone else's show, like for realsies. Yeah, I feel honored. <laughs> thank you. Me too. Me too. Yeah. Looking forward to it. I hope your day is good and that you take a lot of wusas. Oh yeah. You never you never explained what wusas are, but I think we should just leave it as a mystery and oh, yeah. have people go I check know. out your show yeah. to find out what they check are. Check out on my show, we wusaw it the fuck up. Sometimes we go the whole episode without a wusaw. It's rare. <laughs> rare. But all right. Thank you. All right, take much. care of yourself. You too. You have a great Bye. day. Bye. Hey guys. Thanks for listening to this episode of Pickles and Vodka. If you could relate to anything we talked about, you can follow the podcast at Pickles and Vodka Podcast on Instagram, on Facebook by typing in Pickles and Vodka Podcast. You can also email me at Pickles and Vodka Podcast at gmail.com if you have any stories or if you just want to say hi. Thanks again for listening, and I hope you guys have a wonderful week. Stay safe.